0: The A Three News Podcast. Here today, we have Amber, Amy, and me, Allison. Thank you guys for joining us for episode number two. I know we're a hot mess, but we will get this together. <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to focus on some K-pop news, but we're also going to focus on BTS Butter. We're going to talk about, it, discuss how we feel. This is BTS' second all-English single. It is amazing. And we're also going to take time today for our main topic to talk about Kingdom. Mnet's Kingdom that is on. um, Episode 8 just finished airing. So we're going to talk up to there. And before we um get into those two main topics we have amber with our k-pop news we got some juicy stuff today so take it away
1: we do with some surprising news on a couple of different levels okay what what we're gonna do first is we're gonna start today by talking about the most shocking bit of k-pop drama that's going on and that's that all six members of the very popular group G Friend or yojachingu confirm that they will not renew their contracts with Source Music. Source Music is a subsidiary now of the Hive Big Hit family. Um, So it's a it's definitely one of those things where it's a bad situation. Um, G Friend was put together seven years ago. They yes, or it was on the nineteenth that the members took to Weavers and they uploaded individual written letters to express their feelings and talk about their disbandment um leaders so on verified that the group will end after seven years together she said although g friend has officially ended this is not the end of us so don't have too hard of a time during their time on the k-pop scene the girls have had several music show wins they had like 29 wins at one point in a year which was like a record at the time Um, and they also clinched song of the year um, at the seventh Go On Chart Music Awards with their single, Rough. And they've had so many mega hits, and it's really a shame that it's the end for them. I don't know if they're going to do acting or what they're going to do next or if they're going to have solos, but I, I think it's sad. What do you guys think?
0: I think it's sad. It's GFRIEND. They were one of my go-to girl groups. And then when I saw that they went with Hive and everything or Big Hit at the time, I thought, okay, this is good. And I like how they transitioned from schoolgirl to more adult. But I love their yeah. new songs. But it's a seven-year curse. It is a seven year curse. And they didn't it did. make it. I don't know if they didn't like their contract, they wanted more freedom, or they thought they're gonna get more um access to big hit and they didn't because Big Hit is focused on, you know, in hyphen, the end of BTS right now because they're about to go to the military service. Maybe that's it, TXT. I don't know.
2: Well, see, I'm not a girl group stan, so I probably could not name a G-friend song, so I will not be part of this conversation. (laughs)
1: I'm so sorry. Well, Okay, so let's look at it this way: we have 17 that's also under the big hit umbrella yes. now. Yes, so Forgot about them. So it worries me about the future of the Hive labels and how you know how things are going to go because G Gfriend was unhappy with how maybe maybe they were unhappy, maybe they weren't. Who knows? Um, but they've only been together for seven years, which is a little scary to think. Okay, that's not. Really long when you look at somebody Shinju. like Girls Generation, yeah, or shiny. that have been around. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know, we'll see. But let's move on to probably the most one of the most legendary K pop princesses, who is uh Dara from To Anyone, she actually left YG after 17 years Praise so the Lord. Yay! So she announced that she'd There's be leaving God. her contract. Uh, she signed with YG in 2004. She trained and debuted in 21 in. 2009 they've had so many hits over the years they won song of the year artist of the year album of the year all at the mama awards um their last probably i think their last moment together on stage was at the mamas in 2015 where they did fire which was their debut single and the crowd went wild. It, my daughter was at home watching and she like, she called me and she was like, oh my God, mom, did you see that? <laughs> Cause I was watching it at work. <laughs> um, it was so sad. So she, so Dara actually, she, she did write a note about it. She said that she was, she, basically said, finally, I hope to see my uh, twenty one members, whom I love and miss a lot, keep uh, keep working in various areas, and pray that we will re- reunite again someday. Con- congratulations on our 12th anniversary together. So, uh-huh. let's hope for a 21 reunion. Soon, yes. maybe, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Even if they're on different labels, we know CL's kind of doing the Scrooge slash Hype thing, and Mm -hmm. menzie's on a different label and part bombs working on something somewhere (laughs) i don't know where she is right now she's on another label D nation or something like that not p nation but a different a different thing so let's just hope that they get a chance to get back together soon um i know allison since you've been in k-pop longer how does this make you feel
0: i think it's the best thing ever they didn't they used 21 and abused, and then all of a sudden just dropped them. Like, why in the world would you treat a girl group like that who brought you fame, money, recognition, put you in the top three, and they treated them like nothing when Blackpink came around? Like, uh, we'll just put you aside. So I'm really glad Dara can leave, because I bet you they couldn't even do anything while she was still with YG. And so now I am hoping with the next couple of years, we'll see a 21 comeback.
1: What about you?
2: Yeah, for not being a girl group stan, I would like to see them come back because they had great vocals. They were just different. They were the first really girl group that I've ever ever heard of. And they're, you know, the classics should still be around. It shouldn't be all about, you know, all the new cookie cutter ones because they're all, I mean anyone made the mold, and everybody's just kind of following. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, you know, too cheerleader-like. I don't like the cheerleader ones at all.
1: <laughs> Sorry, twice. <laughs> Sorry. The princesses. <laughs> I used to call it pageant K-pop. I've since become a a, a stan of girl groups, but before I was yeah. like, "That's just the, the, yeah. the little pageant girls." <laughs> mm-hmm. I was mean. All right, so let's hope well, let's hope Twenty One gets to come back sometime in some form even if it's just a reunion and they we get to see yeah. pictures. Um, so the third bit of news, and this is like juicy scandal kind of thing. Um, so Marco, who was in UNB and he was also in another group called H uh, HBY. So UNB was made on the show The Units. And it and UNB didn't last very long, which is sad because there was a lot of good kids in that group. Um, but Marco was the like the cheesy guy that he had like a really cute eye smile and like everybody loved him and he obviously knows everybody in K pop. Um, he was found out to be in a relationship with he from momoland and so how how things went about is that um started looking at photos of he and marco and seeing couple things so they would see they saw um the same necklace the same padded jacket same ring same watch and so they all, you know, how netizens are like the, the the super spies of the internet. They they noticed all those things and they're like, okay, let's find out if it's real or not. So a source from MLD Entertainment, which um, I guess is the agency that is responsible for Momoland said that they had checked with he and it was true that she and Marco were dating. So, I think it's great from what my daughter told me, because she knows a lot, almost more about K-pop than I'll ever know. Um, she said that she had heard that they were actually living together. Who knows? Hey. That or not, scandalous. That's <laughs> real scandalous. So who knows? But that's one of those things. We only see a couple of Sorry. K-pop. Yeah, we only see a couple of K-pop couples no, they, no, that are actually they, no, together no, no. together like that. <laughs> You know, Jenna and gone. Exactly. yeah, it's to be gone. So that's it's, exciting though,
2: right? Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's a shame that it's shocking in that world. That's the only thing. Maybe someday it'll be normal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day. Maybe that'll cause, cause if they would just make it like, okay. If the company was, it'd be right. just like, yeah. And what? It's fine. I think people would eventually get used to it, but it's the, and a lot of the thing that really irks me about it is a lot of the times the netizens know, they know for years. They knew that Chen was in a relationship. They, they knew like some of the Suju boys had been in relationships when, I, I, I could go on forever about people and dating, but they know. So I don't know why it's right. such a big deal when they all know. They they act like once it comes out in the open, oh god, scandalous. But they've known the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's frustrating. Um, so in more news, we've got comebacks coming up that are really actually pretty exciting. So Mingyu and Wu from Seventeen, and you know Mingyu was just in a little bit of controversy, but I guess this is going to turn the page for him um they are going to be doing a song featuring Lehi, and Lehi is queen now she's on aomg um and they're gonna their song is called bittersweet and it's supposed to come out may 28th at 6 p.m kst and then also along with that 17 is going to be having their new album come out it's the mini album called your Cho- choice and it comes out june the 18th so be a good month for Mingyu and Wu and the Boys of 17. Let's hope that they can get a hit with Bittersweet. Um, along with that, Tomorrow by Together has their brand new album coming out. It's called The Chaos Chapter Freeze. It comes out May 31st at 6 p.m. Everybody's doing 6 p.m. KST. Don't know why that's the time, but that's what it is. And then finally, and this is what I'm probably most excited about, EXO. EXO, they are going to have oh their God. comeback! Yay! You know, on, way too long. We've got a lot of missing people, but we got <sighs> Sehun and Yo and Shuman and da 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 Kai. Um, can't remember who else on the top of my head. I'm drawing a blank, but their new album is going to be their. I guess it's the new single, "Don't Fight the Feeling." But well, we heard PS-7, it, right? We heard a F-C-C-M- snippet
2: already PS-C-M. of that song. Yeah, they did. Th- when they told us they were having a comeback, they showed us part of the dance. They were on the side of the video, and you could hear the track in the back. Oh, yeah. and it's right. a bop! You're right. I already know. I forgot like. about that. Yeah, some weird, you know. Out there in the other world, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it was,
1: yeah, because yeah. they were on like yeah. a, a submarine or a ship or something.
0: Well, I'm glad you guys are excited. Wait, wait, are we alone in this excitement? I'm not a big EXO fan. YouTube might. Are you be. not? Oh no! Wait. I'm sorry. Oh, EXO God. has been a hit or miss. Okay. But when they come up with whatever single. Their singles, anytime they come up with a single or whatever the songs that they want to make, you know, the headliner, those songs are good. But when you get the rest of the album, it, to me, it didn't match the single. I'm sitting there like, (laughs) I got duped twice with two albums to me. That's the way it is. Um, the only albums that I really like, I like Coco Bob and the war. I love those albums because everything Mm. sounded like it was cohesive and it went together. Um so yeah.
2: Oh, I, I that like song. don't
0: uh, mess up my tempo. That's a great song. Yeah. You know, and Love Shot, you know, but yeah. <laughs> Overplay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just like the, the Comeback, come Love Shot, uh, The Eve, like those three yes. songs were played for like what two what, it feels like 2000 years. Um I am so I'm so glad they're coming out. But I, I know like some some people like the older stuff. I'm I like more of the older stuff. I'm more of the like first few albums. The new the last album I really loved of theirs was the one that came out sadly right after Jung Hyun's death. Um, it was gorgeous. It was absolutely and maybe it was because I was so sad that I loved it so much, but it was fitting. It was very calm. It was very like Forlorn. It was very soothing. Um, I, that's probably my favorite album. But then after that, I, it's kind of bit hit or miss for me. Um, my kid loves the new stuff. Uh, sounds like Allison, you like the newer stuff. Amy, what do you like about X? Like um, the newer or the older?
2: Probably. I started the stuff. I started liking was the the video with the car. <laughs> with Kai in the white outfit. Sucking on a lollipop? Which one was that?
1: Wait.
2: Was it Call Me Call Baby? baby. Okay. Call Me, baby. It? So
0: Call me like, baby. So that's when I that's that's when started baby. to like them a
2: lot. The older okay, stuff I didn't way? like a lot. And then Call oh. Me Baby and then of course Tempo was just a bop and a half. I, I hated the song with the power. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, oh I didn't like that one that much either. But, but in all fairness, dude, a hurricane had just hit our area, and we had no power, and then that song came out, and I was like, no. <laughs> so that might be why I hated it. <laughs> but I, I have that, that, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I I that I, I can't listen it. to that song. <laughs> but, but, I'm, I, but I am excited, because um, I usually like at least one of the tracks that they come back with. And any any comeback where kai has a, a crop top is one that i will support Yeah. so wait so, side wait sideways um crop top taemin have mercy on my soul <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I came in, came in that crop
1: top love okay
2: Oh my god. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, transcending like just regular music. I can't that. stop listening this is, this to it. This is a
1: good segue. Um, Amazing. So we have new music out this week. And we might as well just go ahead and talk about it. Taman's advice video.
2: Was it the white outfit or the black what? outfit? And he starts that one shirtless. Oh my
1: god. I watched his performance on... Him <laughs> countdown. If you haven't seen it,
2: I was kind of hoping care. that the whole show was going to be that vibe, but he put on a shirt.
1: <laughs> Is that real?
2: Is that tattoo down his
1: side real? I was like, please just show us your tattoos because I know you have them, and please just be. Yeah, I think so. Because he's got a tattoo down there. I don't remember what it is, but he does have a real tattoo. He got hanging out with Tin, and they, I think Ten has caused him to get tattooed.
0: <laughs> Dang.
2: Oh, my Lord. Now, did you guys have the chance to see the Taman and Minnows reaction to advice?
1: Mm,
2: not yet. Oh, my God. It's so adorable i not to spoil, I won't spoil anything else, but my favorite, it, it starts right off the bat. And, you know, he's playing the piano, right? And then Minnow looks over at him and he goes, You start this video already naked, don't you? He's like, Are you too naked to start this video? It was so sweet. It was too sweet.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and I saw Aspa also did um, a reaction. I haven't seen that one either. I've just now noticed that they had reactions going on, so i have to check that out. And speaking of Aspa, Aspa has a new song called Next Level, which we were talking a little bit earlier, is actually a remake of a song that was put on the uh, Fast and the Furious movie um, Hobbs and Shaw OST. So next level, if, we'll leave a, a link for the original version of it. Um, it sounds like it. I mean, it's basically kind of the same song, except, you know, they do Korean and the real songs and are or the original songs in English. Um, I'm iffy about the this performance. I didn't really like their outfits in the video. Um, but I do love Ning Ning. She's the one with the red hair. She's so cute. Um, I want to adopt her and just like make her happy. <laughs> She's just don't adorable. Like <laughs> um, I mean, I know you guys. We've all kind of been a little iffy about Aspa. I don't. I know I don't really particularly love the AI aspect. It's really weird to me. Yeah, I only like
2: the one. Yeah, I only like the one song. So yeah. I don't know that they'll ever be
1: my go-to girl group at all. Because I like Momba yeah i feel like they're i feel like sm is um setting them up for a fall it doesn't feel real i don't know it just seems it's weird like I, i i'm i'm really confused as to why they're doing things the way they're doing with them but it's just not coming off very genuine maybe i don't know they need they need to work on some pr for them because it's just already looking downhill maybe it'll change i know that you know nct kind of started out that way too and then now they're like one of the top groups so maybe maybe espel will be okay after a while it might take a few years um other than that we had other uh new releases BI yeah, had a new song with um some features on it called got it like that in hyphen when all <laughs> strangely like a sexy image and they're all too young <laughs> so that song was called fever it's a good song i'm a little weirded out by all the like <laughs> the video
2: <laughs> all those come hither looks yeah
1: like <laughs> nikki you are an infant please do not just stop <laughs> just stop it don't don't do that yes um be...
2: how, how old is nikki <laughs> like,
1: six 15 or 16 Dude, he's young so like
2: young. in like five years i don't even want to i don't even want to look at that
1: child yeah yeah he's, <laughs> baby. Be he's dangerous. your daughter's age like he's baby god, god love it god it's 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 scary like when they're younger than my daughter i'm like okay and my daughter has to like say okay oh. mom that person is my like my age that person is younger i'm like okay <laughs> i'm not gonna not gonna watch them um, but you know who, I, like who I, a, I can't see, huh? Amber.
2: You know who I can't see. Who I can't see is sexy no matter what he does. What Sanu? What? I can't.
1: Oh no, he's baby. You know he he's adorable and he's yeah.
2: handsome, but he kept to me. He, every, oh. All I picture him is going, you know, <laughs> and do all his little stuff and, during the during the show Don yeah. Island, and I cannot see him.
1: And as remember, a sexy he even said anyway. he wanted to do like a, a sexy concept. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 just just
2: eat your little animal crackers, sweetheart. You don't need to be sexy.
1: You're a baby. (laughs) He's just such a baby. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. All babies. He songs like the only one that's like 20, I think. And oh my God! Even he's still some baby to me. I'm like they're all little babies. I do love them though. We all love them a lot. We all watched it, uh, Island, and they're all just. Yeah. Little, little sweet kids. Um,
2: every every time I see him, I think of Jay. Remember the part on Island where he was sitting on the floor? And they're like, who wants to be center? And he's like, I want to be center. And they pick somebody else. Who wants to be this, this line? I'll take this line. And he kept getting passed over. And he was so yeah. sad, and frustrated. And I'm like, yay. When he made the group, I was so happy. Because he oh was so God, unhappy for not- most of that show. <laughs>
1: i know we didn't think he was gonna make it and i was like we were all rooting for him by the end we're like please just let jay make the group please let jay make the group um so yep. yeah yeah they're doing good they're, i mean they're, they're bopping they're bringing out hits i love drunk days um really liking fever so we'll just see what happens next with them other than that we had um from a had a song called we go Hayes, um, who's a solo artist, she had a song called Happen come out. Um, there is a rap artist. Um, he's going by Huh. His name is Sungin Um, And his, he's got a song called Business Boy. Um, it's great. It has Blue, who's on Make It Rain, and another rapper, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Rocket Punch Girl Group has a song called Ring Ring. We've already talked about Tayman's Advice. P O one who used to be the group two, um, they rebranded and they have a song called son of beast. I like that one.
2: It's a good song. Yeah. That was a good song.
1: Yeah. 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 I I look forward to what, what else they do because it's great. And then last but not least, BTS, let's talk about BTS. (laughs) BTS had their video butter. It's like butter y'all. It's like butter. <laughs> what all do we know about that? Let's see. The last time I looked, it had it went from 137 million views down to 131 million views. Don't know what the hell that is that about. That. Um, I don't know what it is now. Have you guys checked? I can look. I'll I'll look. Look. I can look. I can look. So they really haven't gone much up much since like noon. So YouTube's screwing with their um, their views, I think. Um, but they did, they did break a record, a YouTube record. Um, at the time they had like over a hundred million in just like a 24 hour period. So that's, that's another record for them. They're gonna be on the Billboard Awards on Sunday and perform Butter for the first time. They're nominated for four awards, top duo group, top social Artist for the fifth year in a row top songs sales artist, and top selling song for Dynamite. And they're gonna perform Butter for the first time. Um, Jungkook did talk about it a little bit in an article. He said, the fact that we are nominated for four categories is not easy, of course. It's a great honor. It's been a year since Dynamite was released, and I think this shows that the song is still being loved by a lot of people, and that makes us really happy.
2: Yeah, mine says 144, but yeah. Is it virtual, live or virtual? What are they doing?
0: Um, it's a combination of both. They're not going to be no, there, but other artists will be there. No, they're not coming. Right now, they're not going to be. They haven't mm-hmm. been flying out to do anything. Eventually, they will, but no. Right now, not. Nobody from Korea, from what I know, from artists have been flying out to the U.S. or anything like that. So anytime they're on any TV show, it's virtual for wherever yeah. they're at.
1: In they're also, um, along with the billboards, they're gonna be on the yeah. Late Show with Stephen Colbert on Tuesday, and then on the 28th, they're gonna be on GMA for the con- the summer concert series. Summers. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Fun, fun, fun to watch. Summer um, concert series when so yeah, they're kicking it off. Or early or recorded. Um, and that's really all the big news I had. I know we're going to go into a more discussion about Butter um, and about BTS in general. So I'm going to hand it over to one of you guys.
0: Thank you, Amber. That was our news for A3 nunas for this week. I know it's a lot to digest, and we will leave links to the songs we talked about and the articles to some of the big news, like the dating. Um, oh man, brain stroke proof. Um, and EXO's back and Dara leaving YG and Ren disbanding so we'll make sure you have all those links in (laughs) articles if you want to read some further so now we're going to start our main part of our podcast tonight we're going to talk about butter melt butter i don't need no usher to know i got it bad butter
2: So I I didn't that that line didn't register with me until I was driving back from taking the kids to school. I was like, wait a second, now I know what he meant. <laughs> so I was a little slow on the uptake on that one. These young kids don't know nothing about no usher. No, well, no, not the young ones. I mean, but I loved that song. It just, what well, I guess when I when that part of the song plays, he's hitting the elevator buttons, and I was like. What does being in an elevator have to do with Usher? I'm like I don't. And then I was like, oh, it was like a light bulb went off. I was like, boy, okay. I feel stupid. But now, in my defense, it was like midnight. Okay, I was tired. <laughs> I watched the three times. I went to bed, and then I got up at like five forty-five to take the kids um, to school. So it took a while for that to sink in. Now they wrote this one, right? They wrote the song. Dynamite was written for them, but Butter they wrote with someone. Amazing.
0: So let's get it into that. More, what did you guys um, think about Butter?
1: It was actually way more authentic to them, like you had said. Um, it would, and actually I was looking up to see who wrote it, and it looks like it was co-written between them and Columbia Records chief Ron Perry. Was the co writer and co producer is what it says on this article that I'm reading from Variety. Um, looking to see if it says anything else. That's all I'm really seeing, as far as there may be somebody else on there. Oh, the song's production. Okay, so it was written by. A bunch of people I don't know. Alex Billowitz, Jenna Andrews, RM, Rob Grimaldi, Ron Perry, Sebastian Garza, and Stephen Kirk. Ooh. And then the vocal arranger is the only other name I recognize, and that's P-Dog. P-Dog. P-dog.
2: Right, but at least they had a hand in it. Right. But I mean, at least, I mean, cause RM had mentioned that he had a hand in writing with it. It's, Dynamite was a great song and it's catchy as hell, but it's just a bunch of catchphrases that don't really mean a whole lot. And whereas this, you know, this was just like a love letter to ARMY. It's like, you love us. You can't help but love us. And now you're going to love us more. <laughs> so it was perfect.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's it's telling Army and anybody else who thought BTS didn't have it to let them know we still got this, no matter what. But I like the sugars part, talk about haters and everything. He put that in there a little bit to let you know that you still gonna melt like butter because you have your names in our mouth, pretty much. You know that's how hot we are. Yeah. So I love how they stuck to who they were. And I think we talked about this before, that I think BTS has surpassed the level of just being K-pop. I see them as BTS, the artist, not BTS, who's part of K-pop. It's like they can do both.
1: I, I agree. Um, I I, I think this song shows a little it. defensive I mean, about agree? when disagree? people say, "Oh, no, they're, I agree. they're not K-pop anymore," um, just because I feel like they they do still identify as k-pop and k-pop was their core that's where they came from that's where they started um and just because they're doing english songs doesn't really like in that for me but i do i do get what you're saying just like the beatles they're not they weren't just british pop they weren't just a british rock band they were the beatles and that's where it's now is bts is more than you're right more than just k-pop they are international they're the biggest you know the Beatles right world them and Brockhampton y'all probably don't get that (laughs) but but they are they are like the biggest group in the world right now um I thought it was funny actually that Brockhampton is going to be on the night after um BTS is on Stephen Colbert but Brockhampton's a rap a rap group and they call themselves like the biggest Mm -hmm. boy in the world and they're really really good um but I, I just thought it was interesting that they were gonna be on the night after BTS is gonna be on. I was like, that's funny. That's real funny. Um, that some, that's some interesting irony in that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing their thing. BTS is showing showing everybody that they still got it and hopefully they'll still have it for years to come, even even after they go into the military and do all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah because i just think that when people who listen to hear bts now compared to when they started i think people more gravitate you know who are not into k-pop gravitate to them more a little bit now because if you listen to a lot of their from their last album like uh, map of the soul seven it doesn't sound like anything else out there in k-pop But they still like you said they still keep that k-pop feel from the videos to the dancing to the choreography to just all the special little sprinkles they put in it but i am glad that they decided to step out their comfort zone just a little bit more Mm -hmm. give us an all english song not to be pressured and it seemed like they did it on their own terms it was just so adorable and cute especially i love <laughs> my favorite part was when they're all dancing in the little elevator and they all dance by themselves uh, just seeing Sugar doing his little like you know old man dance <laughs> and jen actually getting into it and i'm sitting there like you go jen <laughs> you know so i love that part and also i love the part when they spelled that army somebody on facebook did a split screen in a photo when they did that, when they first started, I saw that. Yeah, so it's like they brought back something from when they started out to show how they appreciate us. So I love that.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Amy? Um, I still really love Dynamite. I'm not gonna lie. or you two aren't the biggest fans, but I, I don't. I'm wondering how how this song's gonna perform against Dynamite because. Dynamite was easy to sing and catchy as hell. And I, so I don't know if this one's, cause I mean, I drove around all day today and I was in the car and I kept just switching stations and switching stations and wasn't hearing it at all. So I wonder how long, you know, down here in Ponung, Florida how long it's going to take to hear it.
1: I mean, it took a while for Dynamite. So it may take equally as long, it's going to catch on. They're going to have to do promotions they're going to have to be on the billboards, and the song's going to have to... And I'm sure that Columbia Records will probably um, do their magic and start getting it integrated in some commercials like they've done recently. I mean, hell you know, I was watching the... I saw a commercial when I was watching something just a little bit ago, and for the $100,000 Pyramid show, they had Dynamite playing on it. I mean... It was in like the commercial for the show. So I
2: mean that song's everywhere. Up with their phone. And, and I mean they played two of their songs already on their Samsung commercial, so it wouldn't hurt. Or Hyundai. Um, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who wants to do it. But I mean, but I do like the song. The more I listen to it, I it's not like I didn't like it. I just don't know if it's as catchy, if it's gonna be stuck in your head like Dynamite was. Um, but and yeah, I was also seeing on Twitter, people are doing like the butter challenge, eating a piece of butter. See, and everyone's making Ooh. this face. You, you two are making this face. Dude, I freaking love butter. I could yeah. eat it. I could slap off I a little piece of butter and eat it. Know. I love butter. What's wrong with you people? No. So, but, so you all never gone to the fair and had like fried butter? I like
0: butter, but I'm just going to eat a piece of it like that.
2: Like, like a little sliver of butter, and I wouldn't be making I no faces. Brussels I freaking sprouts. love butter. <laughs> so I, I don't no. know. Everybody's like, they're acting like they put like Brussels sprouts in their mouth. I'm like, dude, it's just so butter. It's just so butter. It's just so I don't
1: understand. So I, uh, what? Well, yeah, yeah. But like, I you know, you, you get
2: like a good piece kind of pancake and it. sometimes the little slab of butter is bigger <laughs> than a piece of pancake you put you in your mouth. In it
1: and gobble it down. I, I, yes. <laughs> I don't know, it shouldn't
2: be about that. Just... <laughs> I don't know. Well, yes. I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I'm fine with eating butter. Yeah. I totally eat butter. But, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but see and I don't we're probably not going to use this video see but I, I have butter colors on I don't know if you can see my butter shirt here my oh that's the other thing those outfits the bl- the oh, black yeah. and yellow Didn't were perfection every single one was perfection there were no shorts in sight on that shirt. so I was happy for that <laughs> oh no no they wore yes. shorts in the video but thank god not when they were wearing black and yellow they were they were in suits and they looked fine. Mm-hmm. And I could do the shorts if it's you know a basketball if you're on a basketball court, yeah, you can wear your shorts. Don't give me shorts anywhere else yes. if you're not outside.
1: I think my that was last was week's watching.
2: conversation. We will not go there again.
1: You guys know I'm like I love Jay hope he's my wrecker. Um that moment when he like kind of jumps up towards the screen like towards <laughs> the end of the song, I scream It was 4:30 in the morning when I watched this video. Um I went, I I can't believe my daughter didn't hear me. Um, I I squealed like in delight. He looked so good. Like, he looked so good. They all looked good. But just something about J Hope and blonde hair, I was dying. I loved it so much.
0: But I am glad that they're back. Um, I guess when we do our next podcast, we'll talk about the performance from the billboards and also. What is it? Um, GMA. Um, Okay, so we're going to transition to our next topic that we all been watching is Mnet's Kingdom. Girl, I just finished today's episode, episode 8, and I'm like, damn. Damn, damn, damn. It is amazing of what these guys could do. But before we get into the discussion about it, um, Amber, do you want to Explain what exactly Kingdom is.
1: Yeah, so Kingdom is a it's an Mnet program, and they they've done this in the past with Queen Queendom is what the show was called, and they had several girl groups that were not like the biggest girl groups like in K-pop, but they were like. Up and coming groups like G Idol and Oh My Girl and uh, Park Ball was on there. And um, oh, I'm drawing a blank on the other groups. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Mama Moo um, was on it. Yeah. And I want to say, give her if Love Mama Moo, right? It or if I'm just crazy. But there was some other group that was on it. Wasn't Mama mama on my that one? It's not within hearing range, but she could tell me right off the bat. Um, but anyway, so they what they did on the gr- the show is they would do all these challenges and these different performances, and it wasn't like they kicked off anybody. Everybody performed all throughout the show. Um, and then at the end, they had, like, the ultimate person, like, the top group and, like, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or whatever. Um, and so it was just sort of, like, a more sh- showing off the groups than anything. So, in this next iteration of the show, they did Rogue the Kingdom, and what they did was they took um, more up-and-coming boy groups, and they tried to see who would be the the top group to make it on to the show Kingdom. And so, we had groups like Pentagon, and The Boys, and um, the Group 2, who's now T.O. 1, and they had... Very, very was on there. Um, I can't remember who else was on there. So there was a, there was a set, there was a bunch of groups, and so ultimately, oh, um, Golden Child, very, there, very, they got, they got booted off, and it really hurt my feelings. Um, but in the end, the boys won, so they made it onto Kingdom, and so now you've got Stray Kids, oh yeah, ATs, yeah, the boys, uh, B2B. All the members that are left in b2b sadly um <laughs> i love b2b i'm really sad that all this stuff has happened with them so b2b um an icon and sf9 am i i think that's everybody right i think i said everybody? yeah so they are competing i guess for bragging rights who is going to take the crown and be the top kings of k-pop um we have had Several episodes already. Uh, we had uh, like an intro performance where they performed live and viewers got to vote, and then they've had different sets of challenges they've done. Um, one of the last couple episodes, they just kind of had fun and played games, um, and that was really cute. And so, this most recent episode, they did um, a vocal unit, dance unit, and then. Um, What's the other one? Um, vocal Unit Dance Unit. And, rap unit. Um, and so it was split up between the Mayfly group, which was Stray Kids and ATs and B2B versus the uh, what was it? I, I something. <laughs> That's one one time? One one.
0: Time. I'm the one? Because it also I reminded
1: anyone? me of like illegu, like non, I don't know what. I think not remember what it was. The one time, one something. I don't know. If y'all, I'm the one. Maybe it's off the one. Maybe one time. <sighs> anyway, so that was SF9 and Icon and um, the boys. So AT had won the previous, um, the previous challenge, so they got to pick the team. So they had picked Stray Kids and B2B. And so basically what happened um, is they performed a rap song. So each team performed a rap song, a dance song, and a vocal song. Um, Mayfly won the whole, all three challenges. It was almost kind of sad um, that the other team just didn't pull it off to me. I don't know what you guys thought. I thought on that vocal challenge, Kwong and Sun Min, and um, 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 the other guy. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank tonight. It was what was the other kid? Oh my god. Hang on. Oh, it was. Uh, oh my God, it was Jong Ho from ATs. Jong Ho from ATs. I'm glad you said that. because So it was Zoom from Stray Kids, eun Kwang from B2B, and Jong Ho from ATs. Uh, mm-hmm. And they performed Use Love Poem. Yes. Holy God. It was like a, a master class right. in vocals to me. It was. The, yes. Watching the other two. Okay. While they did good. Um, yeah, that was gorgeous. It just didn't compare. And the poor kid Insung from SF9, yes, he yes. I felt so bad for him because he I tried know. really hard and he messed up his last like his last high note. Yeah. Um it was heart it was kinda of heart wrenching to see him be so frustrated. But I think even if he would have nailed the note, they wouldn't have won.
2: Now did we did we just spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched well, remember, it? Between...
0: This is not coming out like <laughs> no. right away, so this will be out yeah, we'll yeah. be uh premiere in June. So we okay. will be out sometime in June, a couple more episodes, you know. Yeah. I just yeah, so almost close. Okay, we will so, be over by then. So we're not spoiling it hopefully. <laughs> My bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wants- to put
0: spoilers alert. If you have, you not, have not
1: watched. not sponsored,
0: but we wish we were. Don't listen. <laughs> oh, and if you're wondering where to sponsored. watch, you can watch it
2: on Vicky. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys can sponsor us. We don't care. <laughs> it's
1: not very sponsored. worth watching. Um, not sponsored. Go And if yes, you just want to see the performances, the they're free on show, YouTube. Said it's on Vicky. <laughs>
0: watch it. Um, watching this. It is. You get to see these groups, especially most, a good handful of them are fourth generation. Then you have the groups from a little bit of third generation and all them mixing together. I think this is one of the best ideas out of most competition shows I have seen of late. Um, As we discussed, we do believe the people who most likely will probably take it in our prediction is between Stray Kids and ATs. Mm-hmm. I think more on to stray kids because of the fact uh-huh. that they have that global fan base than anybody. Even though ATs is taking first place based on the um expert evaluations, the global fan base and people who are voting is keeping uh-huh. stray kids right at the top. But I'm glad icons on there right. because It sort of brings them back out because they haven't been doing really well with their latest songs, except for the last one, Why Why was perfect. It was phenomenal. It reminded me of Icon and who Hmm. they were. Yeah. And I yes, that song Die Drive, whatever it was,
2: it was horrible.
0: I'm sitting there like Yeah.
2: yeah, I yeah, like I found Icon late. It was like I found him one August. I happened to hear a song. like or when they did um, yes,
0: that's amazing. Killing me. Is that
2: the name of the song? Fell in love with them for that. Then I went back and listened to Old Icon, mm-hmm. and you know the birthday song and the the is it day is there a day song for them too or drunken days mm-hmm. or something song for them too. I'd have to look at my iPod, which is too, you know, far away right now. And yes, I'm old. I have an iPod. But anyway, um, but yeah. And then I was so psyched for them. And then they had two albums after that, or yes. two comebacks. I was like, what is that? So this is the first song that I've yes. heard that I'm like, yes. So, and still icon seeing them is back. when they're
0: on the show, they <laughs> yeah. are icon. It seems like they let their guard down a little bit. And they just enjoy it, especially Bobby. I think Bobby is being serious, but when he gets on stage, he has no care in the world, and he performs, and I love it.
1: Y'all are gonna call me oh, I think Bobby's my um, only so, bias, yeah, by in the, in the way. June. I'm go- I'm gonna be real controversial, and I'm gonna take it all the way back. Um, so, so, so Bobby and I have a little tiff that runs back to when he was on show me the money because at the time well when when i started into k-pop he was um he had said some stuff about not specifically about nam june and bts but you could kind of tell in the in his raps that he was talking about bts um so he was kind of shading bts along during show me the money and i know there's controversy and yeah they people might say oh no that's not what he was saying i personally kind of think it was um so i didn't like him for a long time long time i'm talking they debuted i was like nope nope i don't care i'm a diehard army i don't want to hear them don't talk to me um this show has changed that some I see him more now as he's funny. Like, he's real funny. And he almost reminds me of somebody. And I'm not saying he does any kind of weed, but he just, he just seems like a chill. Like, he loves Bob Marley. He loves that, like, sort of, like, cool Rastafarian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I just think I could see him sitting down smoking a blunt and just having the chillest time. So, no, I'm not <laughs> saying he smokes weed. No, I'm not saying he does drugs. I'm just saying he seems down. He seems down like that. And he seems real funny. And yes, he is serious. I know he's serious. But he also, he, like, I don't think it's all about winning for him. He just wants to have fun. And thank God they brought them out of the basement, back onto the screen. You can actually watch them on the show. I don't know if that's something to do with, the fact that Hybe is kind of helping them with their comebacks and maybe with their image um that's possible who knows I know that they were supposed to work with YG on some collaborative stuff like that so maybe that's what's going on and why they're starting to be in the spotlight now thank god for that because YG artists used to have relationships and now I'm not talking about like dating relationships but they used to hang out and be cool with other artists like JYP artists like back when Big Bang and like uh 2pm and the Wonder Girls and all that they would all like do stuff together it it was more of a fun time and then like somewhere along the way I don't know if it was YG himself or who but it sort of stopped and they didn't have friends they were sort of like locked out of having friendships with other idols that's what it seemed like to me um and now now it like seems like maybe that's gonna change and i'm so down for that like i i feel like i can like icon again like i can like them and i like their music now i mean there's some stuff i don't like (laughs) but i do like their new song a whole lot and i do like killing me um so yeah i know i talked a lot but yeah so so it, it's it's turning around, and the show's turning around. Their image for me—they they don't seem quite as yep. standoffish or like I loved, snobby so. or whatever. I don't know what I thought, but um, probably two or three, I would think. We've got second half of the performances that they started this week. How many more episodes do we have? And I would think the finale performances. So I don't know if that would be broken up into two weeks or is it? If it's going to be one, like one more episode in the finale episode, I would think there'd be more than one, more than two, but I don't know. Because I know the. The audience, the fans will probably have to vote this time around with the, these sets of performances, but I don't, I don't know if that's going to figure into the finale or not. Because I don't know how they, I don't really know how they did the finale on Queendom, but I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit different. Because I think that they had some trouble. Mnet always has trouble with voting. You know, you know how they are. They've had trouble with voting for this season, there was some really weird inconsistencies about some of the numbers. Um, there would be like dot but and it was the same thing all down the line. It just seemed weird. Um, so I'm hoping they fix that because we don't need another X1, Produce X101 kind of nightmare.
2: Oh my God. Yeah, hell no. I'm still mad that we didn't get to keep that group. I don't care if It was rigged. I don't care. I like those boys together. That was bull.
1: Right. It's sad. Yeah. It still breaks my heart because I really loved all the that all the boys on that group. I mean, they're all in different groups now, and you know, we can all support them, but it's not the same. It's not the same. No,
2: it's not the same.
0: It isn't. So, like I said, I so far I like what this program is doing. So for you guys listening, if you are new to K-pop and not sure how to get yourself into these groups, watch Kingdom. Because I'm telling you, they show a whole different side of these boys that what you can see at concerts is what they're showing here. And then you get to learn some other songs too, Um, from watching Kingdom. And so you can go back to the original artists and listen. So I think this is a good thing for anybody who just get into K-pop and want to learn more about, you know, third generation, the fourth generation, or even other songs from K-pop, Kingdom is it. So far, it's been really good. I'm surprised that it hasn't really like, messed up (laughs) as as bad as anything else, but it seems like everybody's friendly. They're respectful. Um, they root for each other and everything like that. Um, and
2: <laughs> yes, I wanted to say, um, and I and I was thinking this while I was watching the episode today. That's one of the things in the K-pop industry that I absolutely love that you see the idols and they're all sitting in their different rooms and they hear those guys harmonize while they were singing that song. And they're like, oh my God, this is so, I mean, they're so appreciative and they're so gracious to each other. And, you know, they, they can like, even if though it's a competition when they hear another one of their peers do something so amazing, they're like, oh my God, that's so awesome. You don't hear that over here. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard a West, an artist in the US sit there and go, Man, you know, you don't hear Justin Bieber go, oh, I really love yeah. um, Sean Mendes' song, he's so amazing. You don't hear that because it, there's just not a level of, the same respect doesn't carry over over here. Everyone's, yeah. they're in it for themselves and how they can climb the charts and it's, it's not, they don't appreciate each other the way that you can see these boys truly appreciating it and like, you know, bowing down to the guys who were there before them and saying, "I can't believe I get to sing with it's you. This different. is amazing. It's just a total It used to be that just, way. They're just so different. I don't know when it changed. Totally different.
0: But if you think about it, especially like if you ever get to watch like the Kennedy Honors or when they honor other artists on award shows, especially people, they they have that.
2: Yeah, yeah. you see that if it's a Lifetime Achievement but with
0: Award. These other artists who are you don't see that as much it feels like if you can diss somebody you be able to get the good press and you got to prove it um so there I think there's still color mm-hmm. here in this in the West but I just think that it's a lot with the younger artists that sit up there and try to say something negative about other people and stuff like that just to get themselves known or shown or something like that.
2: Like like back, I remember watching an awards show when Britney Spears first came back, I think it might have been MTV Music Awards or something. She came out, I think she opened the show. She hadn't been on stage in like a hot minute. It was after all of her scandal with the shaving of the hair and everything. And she came out and sang, give me more. She may or may not have been lip syncing. It doesn't even matter. She was trying to get get Britney back. And I wanna say it was Rihanna and somebody else were standing like, they were like whispering to each other during her performance and the camera kept panning over to them. And they were like, almost like laughing, like, look at this washed up. And maybe that's not what they were talking about, but the way the camera guys made it look like they were kind of laughing, like, look at Brittany trying to get, trying to be yeah, something, I, you know, she's yeah. over. This is our time. And I kind of like, you know, Brittany and Christine and them, I mean, they came out of the freaking Disney factory and they made something for themselves. And it seemed like the newer artists were like, okay, grandma, get off the stage. It's ours now. It just, it's like, I don't know. But Rihanna, if you ever, ever heard this, maybe you were talking about something else entirely. I'm just saying, the producers saying made it so look like it you were dissing.
1: The K pop industry. So blame is the fine, producers
2: for how it looked. Um,
1: compared to the music industry in the United States um it's a small small world all those idols know each other or they know of each other through another person so it's a tiny it's a tiny country it's a tiny industry that's true Um, they all perform on award shows a lot of times together every single day of the week um and I think that's what we don't have here. I mean, we used to kind of have that with like American Bandstand and Soul Train, but that was the only two, yeah, hell, I love, oh my God, I grew up on American Bandstand and Soul Train. My God, I miss that kind of stuff. And that's maybe the reason why I think we all like watching yeah. K-pop shows like that. Is because I know it reminds me of a time when we used to see like Madonna and like Bon Jovi and all these people on American Bandstand on Saturday morning. Or like going, watching Soul Train and seeing like New Edition or who, you know, with the, a young Whitney Houston or watching, oh my God, the Apollo Theater okay. and seeing like New Kids on the Block perform for the first time in front of a crowd <laughs> and just blowing, knocking the socks off of everybody. Um, it, it it was a, a different time in America. And I think yeah. for K-pop, it's, they, they appreciate music more maybe over there it's just a different it's a different culture um yeah
2: yeah the music and the showmanship because they all know what they have to go through to get there they all know what it's like to be a trainee. They all know what it's like to you know, wear the smock with your name on it so the camera guy calls the right person. I mean, they all have been put through the paces. So I think that's, you know, but totally different show. Obviously not this one because this one, you know, is already in an hour or so. But I have a theory that the reason why Nuna's like ourselves love K-pop, if you listen to it, it's taken us back to like '80s music, '70s music, like the happier time of music in this country before like grunge and everything took over, and God knows what we listen to now. But yeah. I mean, I it's if you you know that's when I first I think heard Amber when you introduced me, came up. I would listen to those tracks in the background and think that's like music when it was felt good and it felt fun and it felt happy. And I think that's why a lot of our generations, and there's three different generations, cause I don't know how many years between the three of us, but um, you know, I'm the grandma, but anyway. So, but I mean, I think that's, that's what attracts older fans and yeah, the yeah. fact that they do videos. We all yeah. grew up on videos and concepts and costumes and cool looking, you know, it's like, did you me. see you that? They abandoned videos over here every, you know, they don't bother because MTV's dead, and you know, all you see is, you know, oh, Alabama Shore, show. Florida, Alabama, whatever the hell you two watch. That's, you guys can do your own show with that garbage. But I think it just, it takes us back to like, for us, I think that the younger generation loves it because they're seeing something that they've never seen. They're not used to costumes and, and... Groups being put together and dance and video and makeup and all—they're not used to any of it. So they're like, "Look at this cool new thing!" And for us, it's and the Early two thousands like way better than the people that we used to see.
1: <laughs> into so yeah. boys, like um, I mean, I, and you think about it. There is a lot of the writers for K-pop are coming from um, that genre because look at Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley wrote no diggity with black street he wrote for shiny i believe he wrote for a couple of other sm groups he pretty much sat down with the k-pop community and said let's do something here and i mean wonderful wonderful mm-hmm. songwriters um you can look at, at Taman's move two awesome guys um and
2: yeah. Uh, from here
1: in America Curtis and Aiden um, they they created a masterplate piece with mood and they they come from that oh. that musical background that we all came from where they they were listening to music from the 70s the 80s the 90s that R&B groove that that we love in k-pop that doesn't have all the sexualized in rap. And some of the other the other stuff that's going on in America today. Now I do love rap, but I just get tired of like the, the booty shaking and the the money throwing. Like, that. I just get... like what was
2: it? The Grammys? Wap? What did those ladies do? Want? What was it? Wap or whatever? I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I love Wap. <laughs> I do love. I thought it was the best thing I have seen in a long time. I was like, you go women, because men been doing that for years. That's and true. for two grown women to come up here and say, you're not going to sexualize me. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. And I love what yeah. Cardi B said. She's like, I'm not making music yeah. for children. I'm making music for adults. And my music yeah. is not for everybody. And it's for me to explore my sexuality Men been doing it for years and nobody says anything, but now a woman comes up right. and now it's something wrong. No, yeah, I loved it, Megan Thee Stallion. I thought it was the best thing I've ever seen it. in my life.
2: <laughs> well, I yeah, I think we all watched that together, and you guys were like, <laughs> and "Oh go my back, god, and I, know I love it!" Off it track, I'm just like, "Okay,
0: today, later <laughs> in the '90s no. so, to the early 2000s." Uh-huh. The music they're doing has been done, which a lot of people don't remember. Yeah. If you go back to Trina, Foxy Brown, the woman who sang that song "My Net My Back," if you go all the way back, right. t- yeah, you go back. They were doing the same thing. It wasn't called twerking back in those days, and even all the way back. Oh, well,
2: even like song called,
0: um
1: um. um like, push it, and all the songs that Salt and Pepper did, Let's Talk About Sex, and all, all those things that they did, they were pioneers of that whole women's empowerment genre of music that we don't get. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't get, you know, for, I don't know, a good span of almost, like, five or so mm-hmm. years, and then finally it started coming back, and I do appreciate it. I think it's great. I think I get tired of the guys doing it. <laughs> no, yeah,
2: but that just came to mind when you said sexualized, I was like, yup. <laughs> well, you know, if you go back into the
0: music with K-pop and everything, they were, especially from yeah. the first generation to, to now, they did have their sexualized yeah, it moments. It's just that they did it in a way that's undercover, like a coming of age ceremony I forgot her name who sang that song that came out in the first generation. Yeah. She didn't like that song. She hated that song, but it was talking about a woman coming of age, talking about when you have, you know, it's time you can have S-E-X, you know, <laughs> if that's what it was talking about, but they do it in a way that is not as blunt as Western artists. And going back to K-pop and what Amy was saying with nostalgia, mm-hmm. if you think about it, K-pop was built on from the R&B and hip-hop scene from the late 90s. And for mm-hmm. all of us who are listening to this, it yeah. brings us back to those songs. And like Amber said, there are so many our, um, writers who are, oh, yeah. you know who have written R&B and hip-hop song? A lot of Black creators have their hands in K-pop. We just don't know because we don't see them, but that's why you get the sound that you do. And hip-hop and R&B has always been something yeah. that brought people together, that people love. But now, you, like you said, there's certain things in rap music I cannot stand. I cannot just, uh, yeah. you know, it just makes me cringe. As um, who said it before, that yeah. it's not um, intelligent rap? Mm-hmm. I think Snoop Dogg says something on that nature, that it's just mumble rap. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, when we rap, it meant yeah. something. Yeah. So, but K pop is able to rap. Yes. And K pop. Yeah, I mean, it used to tell a story. And everything. And I think the younger kids who are into K pop, like you said, Amy. You're like this is fascinating this is new this is gorgeous
2: yeah but what they don't know you know it's just like your platform shoes and your little outfits you're wearing everything old is new again kids everything you like now been there done that just so you know been there done all right
0: let's see (laughs) okay that was an interesting discussion from From kingdom to r&b and (laughs) hip-hop and whack (laughs)
2: Well, no. yeah, so
0: we, we see we you don't off. know what you're gonna
2: get. Here we are, <laughs> we're a mixed bag. Well, that <laughs> to be our logo: mixed bag of old hags. No, I'm sorry. I'll... <laughs> I'm not allowed so, to say that. <laughs> right now,
0: we're getting to the end of our podcast, and let's see. We Shooter. could either do the three songs the week and pick one of those that we want to share what we think people should listen to you guys want to do that before we go into our housekeeping at the end and our closing okay so who wants to start sharing your three songs and pick one of the three you think we should (laughs) focus on
2: oh sure I'm scrolling to see which three I pick okay (laughs) um so okay so my of course i mean we all butter's a gimme so (laughs) if you're not listening to that you're dead but (laughs) you 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 you, uh passed away before it premiered but um i i my hat's off if you i was looking at the views on Taman's advice it's it's dismal compared to the numbers that you know granted he doesn't have an army but i mean that song, yeah, that song is amazing. And it people, more people should be listening to Taman. More people should know who Taman is. To, in my opinion, yes, he's like the Michael Jackson of K pop. Yes. That child doesn't get enough recognition, and he should yes. be <laughs> way more richer than he is because <laughs> he is, he's just from heaven, straight from heaven. It's Taman's world, and we're all just lucky that. to live in it. I would go to Taman Church. Praise! Amen. Church of Taemin. Yes. And now to the Church of the Crop Top Taman Oh, say With it With the white sweats, thank you, God. Woo! Even my daughter. Oh, my we're different! My daughter doing it. was watching that and she said, damn! <laughs> It's not a kid's show anymore, but yes, Taman should always wear crop tops with white sweat.
1: Uh, and then the things yes. that, they, that he wears, I mean, he might have on pearls one oh my, time, or he may have on a glove, that's, or he may have, and it's that's just- a, and
2: that's, what my, that's what she said. She said to me, you know, mom, with the dread, with the with the hair put in, with the longer hair and the makeup, she goes, at times he can look so feminine and then he'll dance a certain way and then he looks so masculine. She goes, so I don't know what I'm looking at. All I know is I like it.
1: I'm like, that is, that's him. Yeah, something that like Prince has done, David Bowie's a classic legends. And I think Timon is like that.
2: And nobody catwalks like him. Nobody walks... Str- just He walks a straight line and you are just salivating <laughs> by the time he gets to the front of the camera. <laughs> oh my god. It's hot in here. It's just hot in
1: here. I'm sorry. Somebody else pick. I need a shower. <laughs> Going back and forth. I will do, huh, since I've already talked about n hyphens fever. Um, huh, so, huh, the guy that is that person he is his name is sung Yun. i think i'm saying his name correctly um he was a rapper that was on show me the money this past this past season he's a phenomenal rapper um you need to check him out the song that he has out called business boy is a number one if you like rap music um if you like korean rap you need to check this kid he is one of those guys that I think could go back and win, show me the money again if he was on it again. I, and maybe eventually he will. Um, he He's fun to listen to. I mean, he's one of those dudes that um, I really want to see grow more and be on more shows and do more things because he, he could really <laughs> take off and be like the next, like, loco or um, – I can even like. I'm not going to say Sonny because Sonny's been too problematic. Uh, but just one of those top dudes like Simon Dominic or Jay Park or somebody like that. Because he's just fun. He's fun to listen to. So that that's probably the person I would say um, everybody should check out.
0: I definitely will. Um... So two of my songs are not K-pop. One is, and we talked about B.I. with Destiny Rosers, Twyla Yayway, I guess I think you said the name. Got it like that. Yeah. Um, The other one is Boys World. They're a, I think they're five members. They're a girl group that I believe they're American. I can't remember. I have to look them up a little bit more but they came out a song, I think the same day as Butter called All Me and it was pretty good. But the one group I wanna recommend to you guys is called Four Mix. They just debuted and they are a Thai group. And girl, the song, you, was it Why You Come Back? Blew my mind because I believe, and I'm not trying to sit there and say anything negative, the leader of this group dresses feminine, like with heels and everything. But it doesn't look bad.
1: The oh, whole song is great. So
0: I think yeah. I don't know I'm gonna have to check that out how they came about, how the group concept came about. But I do like the song and I do like the video. I thought it was really good and yeah, I'm gonna recommend that and of course all the links for all the songs will put hopefully um, below, but yes, yeah. I was like, I like this song. I can yeah. dance to this, I can move to this. You know, it's not typical and everything, but it flowed very well. So for mix, if you guys want to check out something that's new and different outside of K-pop.
1: I would like to eventually have a discussion about um, K-pop sounding songs. Um, coming into um, the, the international market and how companies like Hive and JYP and P Nation and all these different companies CJ ENM are talking about debuting groups that are American-based or South American-based but have that K-pop label on them. Um, I think because to me that Boys' World group, those girls remind me of k-pop but they're not yeah. k-pop and i think that they, that it's a great discussion to have i know that we can't do it today because we are running a little long but uh yeah uh, maybe another uh, soon when when the maybe the um show starts with uh sm <laughs> or jyp one of those audition shows happens, we need to have a discussion about that
0: All right guys, so um, a little bit of housekeeping. I know that this is new for us. So if the quality isn't as good as you're used to when it comes to podcasts, we apologize. This is brand new. We are in three of us in all different places. So we have to try to connect and figure this out. And so we do appreciate you sticking with us and grooving with us and you're probably like, what the hell just I listen to? But we are very fun. We love to talk K-pop <laughs> and we wanna share our experiences with you. Um, also, we will eventually start doing reaction videos cause we wanna get those out to you guys if we can figure it out we're gonna figure it out out. with three heads we can figure this out but we will want to do that and then eventually um as we go through we will talk about k-dramas and things like that we will have probably a whole podcast about different shows actors Mm -hmm. and also scandals in the k-drama world because there's been a couple this year that's been a doozy so uh, I mean, you know what is that the, the whole bullying scandal with what is the river over the moon whatever that drama is oh the god that happened with the main actor mm-hmm. who was accused of bullying and doing some things and he got dropped from the drama and then they decided to go back and reshoot the whole drama so we will have those discussions Ooh. Okay, maybe
2: that's that's next week's episode.
0: (laughs) All right, thank you. We're sorry, we're all over the place. You will get better as time goes on. I appreciate it. And we'll see you again. This is 83 Nunas out where fangirling comes to life. Peace out.
2: Peace out.